Sleep. Oh, shame, you look so sad. What's bothering you? Well, my teacher chose a class captain today, and I really wanted to be the one. And I told her so, but she chose Alex. Oh, I see. I think it's because Alex always gets good marks for his schoolwork. He is so much smarter than me. Are you sure? But of course, Auntie, smart people always make better leaders. Well, smart people and also beautiful people. Like last month, Emma was class captain because she was the prettiest girl in our school. Oh no, little one, uh, you're definitely not right. And before that, Benji was class captain because he is stronger and faster than anybody else in our school. Mm. But being faster or stronger or more beautiful or smarter does not make you a better leader at all. Not? Really? Oh no, it doesn't. But then what does? Tell you what, I think you need to hear the story of why the little boy, David, was chosen to be the king of Israel. He was smaller than all his seven brothers, and yet, God decided he is the right one to become king. Why, Aunt Joy? It happened like this. The first king of Israel, King Saul, disobeyed oh. God and broke his heart. And so God told the old prophet Samuel to go to a poor man's house, to Uncle Jesse, who farmed with sheep close to a tiny little town called Bethlehem. Bethlehem? But that's where Jesus was born. <laughs> yes, you are right. Jesus was still going to be born there. You see, Jesse and David were Jesus' great-great-great-great-great-grandfathers. Jesus would only be born there hundreds of years later. So the old prophet went to Jesse's house just as God told him to. It was a very dangerous mission too, if King Saul knew that Samuel was going to anoint a new king over his land. Samuel and Jesse's whole family could have lost their lives. And so Samuel told Jesse that he was only coming to eat a special meal with them. When Samuel got to Jesse's house, the food was already on the table and everyone stood ready to sit down and enjoy it. The old prophet took one look at Eliab, Jesse's oldest son, and thought, hmm, this is the one. Surely the oldest must be the king. But right away he heard God say, nope, Eliab is not the one. You are looking at the wrong stuff, Samuel. Then Jesse's next son, Abinadab, came and shook his hand, and the old prophet thought, ah, this is the one. Just look at his mighty muscles. A man this strong is born to be the king of Israel. And again, God said to Samuel, Nope, Abinadab is not the one. You are looking at the wrong stuff, Samuel. The third son came up to the old prophet. His name was Shimea. Samuel could see straight away that Shimea was a very clever young man. All right, I get it, God. This is the one. A man this clever should be the king of Israel. But once again, God said to Samuel, Nope, Shimea is not the one. You are still looking at the wrong stuff, Samuel. 
All seven of Jesse's sons came and introduced themselves to Samuel, and every one of them had something truly special. Nathaniel was very handsome, Red Eye wore designer clothes, Shimia had a really cool, easy vibe about him, and Ozum could run faster than a rock rabbit. But every time, God clearly told Samuel, Nope, this is not the one. When the seventh son had passed the prophet, he looked at their father with confused eyes. Do you maybe have another son? He asked Jesse. I'm sure God sent me here to anoint one of your boys as the next king of Israel, but it's not one of these seven standing here. Well, Uncle Jesse mumbled beneath his big beard, I do have another boy. He's the youngest, and we sent him to look after the sheep in the field while we enjoyed this feast with you. Samuel was delighted to hear this. I see, he said. Go and call David at once. We will not sit down to eat until he is here. And so the least important boy in the whole family became the guest of honor. Everyone stood around and waited there in the dining room until someone could find David with the sheep. They're out on the outskirts of the farm. Oh, Aunt Joy, I can just imagine how excited he must have been when they invited him to join the special feast. Most definitely. The young shepherd boy ran with all his might, and when he stumbled into the dining room, there stood everyone waiting for him. David was still catching his breath when the old prophet came up to him and shook his hand seriously. Yes, Samuel, he heard God say, this is the one. I chose this boy to be the king of Israel. Really? Samuel thought. This ruddy, young, red-haired shepherd boy? Yes, Samuel, God said firmly. I don't look at the outside, at what people may see. I look at the inside. The heart is what really matters. And then, right there, in front of all his strong, handsome, smart, fast and cool brothers, young David was anointed to be the next king of Israel. Samuel poured a whole flask of oil out over his red hair as a sign that the Holy Spirit would come over him and give him the strength to lead that great nation of God. Wow, imagine what his brothers thought. I'm sure some of them wanted to say something like, no way, our baby brother can't be king. There must be a mistake. Yeah, I think you're right. People often don't see the good things in us. They look at the outside stuff and sometimes disqualify us as not good enough. But you know what? That's all right. Because God sees our hearts and that's what is really important. Aunt Joy, do you think I could be a good class captain? Absolutely. You are kind and loving and fair and you're very humble. Those are all things that make a good leader. You will do a great job at it. And you know what? Even if you are not chosen as class captain now, God will make a way for you to lead people in another place at another time. Just be patient. Thank you, Aunt Joy. I love you. I love you too, sweet pea. Come now. Let me tuck you in again. It's well past your bedtime already. <laughs>